Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast. We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact. And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're here talking about topics that no one ever talked to us about. And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can also be lonely and isolating, which is another reason we're here to help make moms like you know that you're not alone. Now it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor and healthcare providers directly about any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby. We are moms sharing our lived experience and talking about everything pregnancy and life as a mom. So grab your cold coffee and tea that's been sitting out for three hours and let's have a chat. Hello and welcome to That Pregnancy Podcast. On today's episode, Katie and I discuss the seven surprising postpartum changes that occur over the first few weeks. Hello, Katie. Hey, Amanda. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited that we are going. I will say that I know last week we didn't record because I was sick and I'm still a little nasally, so I'm sorry I'm a little stuffed up still if my voice is sounding funny, but I'm glad to be back and uh excited to talk about this week's topic. Well, everyone in my house was sick too. So I think it's going around. Oh, it's but, going around uh, bad. Oh. Anyways, um, so postpartum, going home after the hospital, after the baby's born, uh, all of the fun stuff that happens to your body. Yeah. And like, this is the immediate postpartum period. We're not talking like long-term postpartum changes. We're talking today about like within the first three weeks yes yeah three to three weeks to four weeks I'd say yeah okay so let's uh lay on our first physical surprise what was your first physical surprise so my first physical surprise was sweating at night so yeah so (laughs) I with the twins I sweat so bad at night that I would wake up and I'd be drenched in sweat and I would have to change um, my pajamas and sometimes even the bed no way yes it was disgusting and it uh it surprised me because no one had told me that I would just sweat profusely at night I have never heard that. Okay, so I will say that was not me. I don't, at least I don't remember, like, I don't remember waking up soaked during the night, but I had, you should have taken a blanket off, like, (laughs) easy solution there. It was not the blankets at all. So when you think about it, though, it kind of makes sense, because uh, postpartum, you have all this crazy hormone stuff going on, and then, like, even women who are menopausal, um, they experience uh, night sweats and hot flashes. So it's yeah. kind of the same thing, only you've just had a baby. Yeah. But, it does uh, make sense. Like when you say it that way, it absolutely makes sense. Hormones are going yeah. crazy. Your body's trying to get rid of them, regulate them, which is essentially what's happening in, like you said, in, um, in menopause. Yeah, in menopause. Like your body's literally getting rid of those hormones. So yeah. they're just different hormones. So same thing, but kind of different life stage, right? So that totally surprised me. That's shocking to me. So, but you didn't experience it. So, (laughs) and I'm sure, I know I'm not the only one, but uh, yeah, it can happen, obviously. Wow. Fascinating. 
I had no idea about that. <laughs> so what was, what was the most shocking for you? Uh, okay, so the first thing that was shocking to me was the hair loss. Postpartum hair loss was crazy for me. It's terrible. Yeah. And I was not prepared for that with Freya at all. Like, I, it was so bad that like clumps of it would be coming out of the shower. And I shed a lot to begin with. Like, my hair is long. It's middle of my Mm -hmm. back, sometimes to my waist. Mm -hmm. And it's dark. And it, so, you know, my hair is noticeable as it is. It was insane when I would have a shower. It would be crazy. And I started to really freak out because I learned that I bald on my temples and mm-hmm. it got really bad with Finn that I was so self-conscious of how much hair I was losing. I actually bought Topics, which is like this What's balding topics? powder. So it's this oh. balding powder that you like puff into your hair and it's all these like little follicles of color that grip tiny, like minute, minute hair that you have to make it look like your hair is fuller or like make you look like you have hair. And so I actually Mm -hmm. bought that and was like trying to do it on the side along my temple and along my hairline because I was so bald and even at the back of my head, but I couldn't find a color match because my hair is so dark that it didn't fit the brown, but it was, the black was too black. So I ended up looking like you could tell that I had something in my hair. So I just kind (laughs) of had to like suck it up and it was you looked like an old man yeah like you know, with the old man that you're like oh he's yeah. doing something here so yeah. I did it like once and I because I was like I'm just gonna try it and I saw it on I don't know a daytime show morning show and um they were like yeah you can use this to like fill out your hair and I was like oh my god this is amazing and I got I was like no it's not <laughs> not amazing I imagine it works for some people did not work for me and then I think on top of it too like I had the messy mom bun because I rock the bun yeah yeah all the time easy yeah all the time so like my hair is always pulled back really tight and then it was just accentuating what I was balding um but I was not prepared for the hair loss whatsoever yeah it was pretty epic with me too although my hair is not as long as yours um, Keith, the one day actually said to me, he was cleaning our little tub shroom, which is the hair catcher for the tub. Uh-huh. And yeah, he was like, oh my gosh, he's like, you've like cloned yourself and it is like wrapped around the tub shroom. There was so much. Oh my God. Yeah. And then, uh, like even around the house, like he'd be like sitting on the couch, he'd be like, oh my gosh, like there's like a clump of your hair. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> it would be like- he's like, yeah. He's like, are you going bald? I'm like, no, I'm like, this is totally normal. And yeah. it was so bad that my hair was long at the time and I actually chopped it off. I chopped it into a cute mm-hmm. bob yeah. just because I said, it's going to be so much better if I just chop it all off and we'll start fresh. So I did that with the boys. And then uh, once I had Caroline, I actually chopped it off again just to kind of uh, get rid of some of it. And now I've been growing it out long. So yeah, no. I did not chop my hair off. I did consider it, but yeah, I, it was like tumbleweed, tumble, tumbleweeds going through like my house, like of <laughs> hair just kind of going. Yeah. yeah, the dust bunnies. They're not dust bunnies. They're hair bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, number three. What was your next physical surprise? Um, so at night, this is a nighttime thing again, I would have really weird dreams and I'm not sure if it was like, I was still on medication or the hormones or what, but, um, probably the worst one though, is I kept waking up and thinking that I had both kids on top of me and I had to figure out how to get out of bed 
with the babies on me. But then like, then I realized that this kept happening over and over and over again. So I remember saying to myself before I went to bed, I'm like, okay, I'm like, you have to remember when you wake up that the babies are not on you, that they're down, that they were with their dad, right? <laughs> and um, that uh, you need to snap out of it right away. Cause I like wake up kind of like panicked, right? And I know um, that feeling. Yeah. And that totally, the weird dreams kind of caught me off guard. So. I, okay. So I don't remember like the crazy, crazy dreams. I remember having really crazy, vivid dreams when I was pregnant but I don't remember having them after. But speak, I do remember one very common one for me was I would dream that I would fall asleep with one of like with the baby in my arms because I would nurse in the middle of the night Yeah, and I would nurse them to sleep mm-hmm. and then I'd burp them and you know, the odd time you drift off or whatever. But I would then put them, I'd wake up and I would put them back into the bed. Like that's what happened mm-hmm. in real life. But then later on I would go, I roll over, go to sleep in real life. And then I remember waking up to like a heart attack, like sitting up because I was dreaming that I was still feeding. I had fallen asleep. The baby was mm-hmm. in my arms and was rolling down my body over my legs and rolling off the bed. And I would wake up lunging out of my bed, trying to catch this baby <laughs> falling out. It wasn't like it never happened. But I would wake up startled, like in a nightmare state where you have that like <gasps> gas. Yeah. And a couple of times it was my stupid cat who was sleeping on my legs and I was trying to roll over and he oh. wouldn't. So he would go limp. <laughs> and so he like, thought it was the baby. Limp body oh, would be rolling down my legs and I thought it was the baby. So I'd lunge out and startle awake. That's fu- that's funny, not funny, right? Well, yeah, like because oh at God. the time it was not funny. You gave yourself a heart attack. No, but, my stupid cat. But that's I kind love- of in- it's kind of interesting <laughs> that like our weird dreams were like on one of our fears, like yeah. based around one of our fears, right? Because mm-hmm. like that was one of my fears is like that like I'd fall asleep and like the babies wouldn't be okay. But that never at all happened. But obviously, you had the same kind of weird yeah. dreams and I love my cat I do I love my cat very much but like he should have known get off my legs don't go limp <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting much sleep but anyways yeah that's but funny. it's funny that we both had the similar a similar dream yeah interesting so uh so what was your next one okay so my next one is um I was not prepared for like the milk production and mm-hmm. like the this is specifically with Freya, but um, just because I wasn't prepared for anything, but um, getting out of the shower and mm-hmm. walking from like the shower to grab the towel. So across the bathroom, I was like naked walking across and I'd be toweling off and then I would like move the towel and then all of a sudden I could feel like water all over my feet and like hear what? splashing and it was my milk leaking out of my boobs like why, pouring, why was it leaking pouring out of my boobs to the point where it was like splashing on the floor like covering <laughs> my feet. it was just like That's pretty a, funny. it was it was just like a constant tap just falling out of my boobs and it was so, because, what, what, what caused it so it was the hot water it was oh. the hot water so the hot water relaxes your ducts and then yeah. you were like I was toweling off, so I was kind of massaging my boobs a little bit, and yeah, and it would kind of like the towel, the little bit of the pressure, because I'm a towel wrapper, 
So like yeah. I would wrap the towel around my body and tuck it in my armpits. And so yeah. that pressure would be pressing on the ducts and the war the heat and the warmth from the shower would just milk let the milk flow easily more easily. And when like that's funny. Once your milk comes in, yeah, it can come in really hard and fast. And so you have that overproduction until your body regulates your production. And that's yeah. what was happening. It was just pouring out of my body. <laughs> it was the weirdest sensation. And it's hap- it happened like both times. Uh, with both kids, it happened multiple That's times. Crazy. But, yeah. I well, and because I didn't get that much milk and I never had anything mm-hmm. like that at all happen. That's that's nuts. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing, but I had no idea that could happen. Oh, me neither. Yeah. See, you, you learn something new. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Next one. What's up? Uh so my next one was oh. So I didn't realize that, um, so obviously, even if you, whether you have a vaginal birth or a C-section, uh, there's blood afterwards. And with the C-section, they kind of clean you out. So there's not as much blood, but I didn't realize that the blood would be really mucousy and gooey. Thick. Totally was not ready for that. Yeah. See, it just and surprised I knew me. that. I knew Oh, that. did you? Yes. Because yeah. I was maybe like, it's obviously thicker. But I was prepared for that because of the type of feminine hygiene product I use. I use a diva cup. So I use a menstrual cup. So I know what the texture of menstrual discharge is. Okay. You know, it obviously postpartum discharge and bleeding is more than. It's very heavy. But it is. similar because it is mucusy because your uterus and your vagina like that's a whole mucus membrane right yeah so it makes sense that it's a mucus like substance it's kind of sticky and it's really thick yeah it just surprised me Mm -hmm. yeah way gooier and maybe because there's more of it that's why i noticed it more yeah but I just remember both times being like, "Oh, like it was super gooey, so yeah that gross. one, that one gross, I was prepared for. but yeah, okay, so what's next on your list? Really? Those were the only two physical ones that I was shocked by. Oh, really? Yeah, at least that's what I can remember right now yeah well i I was gonna say, I really only have like one other kind of physical one, and it could have to do with me having a c-section but like I had to wear the granny panties for like ever oh, really? so this is even more than like the first couple weeks so the first couple weeks I wore the I wore the wet mesh panties from the hospital and I had bought just some cheap granny panties instead of like bikini cut or like cute lacy ones and you're just trying to be me have have lazy underwear <laughs> yeah. we haven't even talked about that that story how you pack lazy underwear I in know. your uh, hospital bag I know but, I'm classy um, yeah uh by accident by the way <laughs> do not pack lazy underwear in your hospital bag unless you do it in the dark like Katie did <laughs> but we will talk about that another day um so anyway so the I I luckily I bought cheap granny panties when I was pregnant and then afterwards because I had an incision I had to wear like the really thick cheap um pads for like a few weeks over top of the incision so this right. is in addition yes. to like 
pads to catch the blood. This was over. I remember. I remember you saying that that you had a, yeah. a really thick cheap pad over over your incision, and that the yeah. cheaper ones are better because they're thicker. They're thicker and they, yeah, they give the cushion, they just protect it, right? And it was actually a nurse at the hospital that told me to do that. But um, anyway, so with, with uh, because you, you have kind of like a bikini incision, it's right where like bikini underwear would be. I had to wear mesh panties for, or mesh panties for a couple weeks. And then after that, it was granny panties for like a year, Ugh. right? Yeah. So granny panties for like a while. <laughs> yeah, I know. So totally not sexy. But then, you know, once once the it's all healed down there and it doesn't feel awkward rubbing against your uh, incision, then you're like good to go. But but it takes a while to get there. So that surprised hmm. me. Okay. I thought of another one. I did What's just up? while you were talking. Okay. So again, it's my boobs so that I was not prepared for. Um, I, you breastfed, so you have all the boob ones. I have no boob ones because I didn't I, breastfeed. I was not prepared for how like rock hard my boobs were when my milk came in. Like oh. they were so painful and so hard. It was excruciating and pain, like in pain. It was unreal. Like I have large boobs or I did. I will say is that I, is that common though? Like I don't to get know. rock hard? I think so. It's like your milk comes in and it's like, ah, milk. And then it's like, okay. Flow. Oh, I, I see I know nothing about that. So well, uh, <laughs> you are you are the breastfeeding expert. <laughs> <laughs> but like so like I had large boobs before. I don't anymore. My boobs have not have they lost size and volume as most people do, but like they're mine are significantly smaller than pre babies. Um, but it was so painful that I like remember putting my arms, my hands up like against a wall, like standing in the shower, letting hot water go on them. Yeah. And feeling like they looked and felt like what I imagined really bad boob jobs are like, like, Oh yeah. Tight circle, hard, like no, you could not push. Yeah. Push any fingers through them or like massage. They just like, I remember my mom touching them and like getting Peter to touch them and say like, look at this. And like, you couldn't grab anything. There was no skin. There was no cushion. It was just hard. It was really bad. So did that happen both times? Yeah. It was really, yeah, it was bad. And so with Freya, obviously I wasn't prepared in any way, shape or form for her arrival. So yeah, I was still yeah. wearing like my underwire demi cup, Victoria's Secret bra. Really? I yeah. I didn't have any. Oh I, man. I you're, have, you're a champ. I Even I had to go out and buy, I bought like a cheap, like crappy looking sports I, bra. I didn't have a hospital when bag. I was pregnant. I didn't have a hospital no, but bag. This was just when I was pregnant because your boobs get a little fuller. And I, oh, yeah. I had it great. It was not comfy anymore. I had great boobs when I was pregnant. Like, yeah. Really great. And, but I was rocking that, that, like those boobs with my underwire. And um, it was like day. And because I didn't have a hospital bag packed when I had Freya, um, I had no clothes. I obviously didn't have a nursing bra. It was on my to-do list at some point I would do it. Well, yeah, she was a month early, so. Yeah, more than a month. More than a month early, and, yeah. Um, and so I was still, like, I had her, 
and I was sitting in the uh, in the nursery because Freya wasn't allowed in my room. She was still under care. And so I was sitting in the nursery and the nurse was like, okay, like let's nurse. And I was, so she brought her, we were doing an attempt to breastfeed. And I was like, oh, like, I just have to like kind of pull my boob and she's like, oh my God, are you wearing an underwire still? And I was like, yeah, like I don't have anything. And she was like, like, this is going to be painful. And I was like, okay, didn't think anything of it. And then I, it was probably two days later yeah, probably two days later, the nurses actually, when Peter got there, because he would go to work and do his day, and then he would come back, come home, come to the hospital and spend like a few hours with us and then go home because we were saving his vacation time for when we got home from the hospital. And the nurses actually, when he arrived, kicked me out and said like, you're not you need to go buy nursing bras because I hadn't left the hospital. I was not yeah. going anywhere. And they said, you need to go, like, we're kicking you out. He, your husband will stay. Peter will stay. Look after Freya. You need to go. Like, we're yeah. all here. You need to leave. And I had to leave with my hospital band still on. Like, I had my hospital. I had my Lululemons on and a maternity <laughs> shirt that was, like, too big for me because, my, cause, like, I was yeah. tiny before when I had her. And then I lost it very quickly. Like, I was very fortunate that way. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I went to, uh, there was no, I couldn't go to time maternity was, yeah, time was too far away. So I went to motherhood maternity because that's like the other closest store for maternity clothes is in Kitchener. And, and so I went and I was, went in, I'm like, I need a bra, I need nursing bras. Like I need to hurry up. I need to go back. Like it's almost feeding time. And the people were like, when are you having your baby? I was like, I had her a couple of days ago. I need a bra. And I was like, I was told I can't wear this anymore. And uh, so I bought a few bras and that was, but my boobs were rock hard. They were so, so like bad boob job hard. And I was not prepared for that. And it hurt, hurt like a mother. Oh, geez. Mm -hmm. Like, I know I didn't get that much milk in, but I never... Never had rock hard boobs. Yeah, it happened with Finn too. Although at least I had yeah nursing. You knew that I, it was coming. Yeah, and, and you knew you expected it, kind of. Yeah, and to try and ease the pain, I was actually I would actually stand in the hot in the hot hot shower and just try and let them my breast tissue relax, and yeah. then I would, steam them. I would steam my boobs before I would try and nurse him, or I would pump so that I would like soak scalding hot water on a into a towel and this was in the NICU like in the bathroom at the NICU um, because that's where I was living I would scold get scolding hot water and soak it and then I would stand in the bathroom topless and I would put this towel of like hot towels over my over my chest and sit there for like five minutes just trying to get my to relax because my tissues were so hard it was just really yeah. really painful oh yeah, that doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> no, it was not fun. No, I don't really have anything else. Yeah. No, that was kind of my the, my shockers mm -hmm. anyways. So at least, at least now our listeners will be prepared. So if, if, when they hear or they experience yeah, so these you, kind of odd things, they know that they're not alone. Yeah, if you see some thick blood or a whole a tumbleweed of hair, <laughs> yeah. like rocks, or if your boobs are rock hard, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the milk's coming in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, well, that's an interesting conversation. 
Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll come up with some other odd topics that no one's talking about. Well, I hope if our listeners have something else that was shocking to them, like I want us, to, I want them to know, let us know what it is. Like, yeah, like send, send us a, a line. Yeah. Uh, uh, write us a comment. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear what else shocks people. Thank you for listening to this episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for an upcoming show, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Best Life Moms Club. Until next time.